the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Folks, welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to listen to a man of grace, sophistication, integrity, and whimsy? Well, so are we. But until such a man shows up, please welcome Eric Metaxas. Hey there, folks. Welcome to Hour 2. Um, in Hour 1, we just finished talking to my friend Joni Lamb uh, about her new book, which is actually not out yet, but it will be out very soon. Um, in a moment, we're going to be talking uh, about beauty, faith, truth, the arts, music, beauty, truth, faith, the arts, all that good stuff uh, with Paul Tingley. But before that, uh, Chris Himes, I want, to, I want to just go back to some of what we were saying uh, at the beginning of hour one. I, I was talking about the bizarre feeling. I mean, it really was almost like, you know, it feels like made up. But it was true. I was sitting there on a plane flying home from the West Coast watching the movie Hacksaw Ridge. Mm -hmm. And I want to say to people, you know, it's it's a little bit tough to watch. It's not for kids because it's, uh, you know, there's some violence. It's World War Two. But it's a beautiful movie. It came out in 2016. I thought it was much more recent than that. It's amazing to me to think that it's suddenly (laughs) what eight years ago it came out. But it's a very powerful film. I recommend it highly. It's very pro-faith. I mean, it's like Chariots of Fire. It's somebody who will not do something because of his faith. Very powerful. Very powerful. And I don't know how it did at the box office, but it's just one of those films that I think, if you're looking for a good film to watch, Hacksaw Ridge, man, it's, it's, it's a great one. But I was watching it, as I said before, while everybody else on the plane is watching the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And... It was just a bizarre thing to me. It's not like I'm condemn every, everybody, condemning everybody who's watching the Super Bowl, but it was a really dramatic contrast to be watching young men dying for their country, uh, fighting against, uh, you know, let, let's face it, Japan and Germany uh, were profoundly racist at the time. In other words, you know, we, we forget that Hirohito and the, the cult of the emperor, they were totally racist in the same way that the, the Nazis were racist. Uh, and they were, um, you know, our young men who died, uh, some very brutally uh, in that war. We forget about that. And I think that that's, that's part of what has happened to us as a country is we've forgotten. I mean, I wrote in my book, if you can keep it, about Nathan Hale, this young man who sacrificed his life for his country. Um, We used to do a better job, I think, of revering uh, these patriots who died 
and understanding that we're all in this battle together, that we're fighting uh, against tyranny around the world. We're fighting for freedom in this world. And I just feel like we've lost sight of that. So watching the film made that very real to me, that, that, that I owe a debt to those who have died for this country. And, but we all owe a debt. We ought to be thinking about that. And as I see everybody kind of getting caught up in you know Super Bowl stuff, I thought in many ways we've become very, a very entertainment-focused, shallow country. And uh, it just it, it made me think about the effort and the money that goes into sports and entertainment and you know what are the values that are coming out of it. So of course, some of that was, was good. Uh, I know that there's some players uh, on the teams you know, who are very outspoken about their faith. But it just was such a dramatic contrast to me that it was, it was bizarre. So I yeah. said, I have to mention it. It kind of reminds me of the uh, Twilight Zone episode with uh, William Shatner where he looks out on the wing. And I, I imagine you looking out on the wing and seeing like Beyonce or one of the Kels brothers you know, yeah. ripping up the uh, wing or ripping something. Ripping up the wing, exactly. Right. Right. I right. was William Shatner. Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> so... Uh, well, the <laughs> other thing I'll say that was a joke. Sorry, I, I, it's a good, I, I but it was a good these joke. jokes. I listen to you and it I was nod. A good I was like, joke. He's making good points. And it was what's the least helpful joke I could make at the end of this? That's sort of my challenge to myself. I remember my but, mom, who's now eighty nine, yeah. when she saw that Twilight Zone episode. She told me the next morning. Yeah, uh, I was a kid, and oh she told me gosh. about the story and the, the guy on the wing, it's the so monster scary. on the wing. It's so scary. That's a good Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. But I will say, just the general lens of grievance and, and criticism that most people look at the country through or that's sort of the the kool-aid is to just be you know have grievance and and have you know everybody has trauma now and everybody's unfair and or everything's unfair you know it's sort of like um those guys didn't complain yeah and if you haven't lost a a a life or a limb why don't you shut up think about that because people have lost their lives Mm -hmm. and their limbs for us so that we can yammer on about our grievances uh yeah, and I think I need to say it here. There's no such thing as a black national anthem. There is a national anthem, and then there's other songs. But we're, we're just living in crazy times, and I want to be... Uh, uh, I guess I, wa- I just want to mention that, you know, that you, we, we ought to... I mean, the Bible says, whatsoever things are noble, whatsoever things are good, whatsoever things... That's one of those beautiful things that w- w- what we take in, what we look at, shapes who we are inside. And we have to think about the entertainment um, that we take in... Um, and uh, it's why I mentioned, you know, when, we, when I see a film that I think is really powerful, like Hacksaw Ridge, I think, you know, that's, it, it might make a better person of you when you experience a film like that. Um, actually, thinking, uh, speaking of things to watch, uh, I mentioned that we were in Seattle. We did a Socrates event in Seattle, and then we did two Socrates in the studio events in Seattle with two members of the Discovery Institute. Very fascinating conversations. Folks, uh, if you're not signed up for Socrates Plus, jump. Uh, It is really great conversations. And then I flew back here, as I just said, and then yesterday uh, we did two more Socrates in the studio sessions, uh, one with uh, Michael Wilkerson uh, about his book, uh, Why America Matters. I I hope that's the title. Um, I think it is, yeah. Why America Matters. Um, It's an amazing book. It is an amazing book, Why America Matters. And, uh, and then I spoke to Roger Kimball of the New Criterion, which is a, a, a magazine that, uh, you know, does art criticism, but just such an absolutely fascinating conversation. And I, I want to I say to people, a lot of uh, why we do Socrates in the City 
is, is to give you something, let's say, intellectually nourishing, something worthwhile, that if you listen to these conversations, if you pause and say, you know, I want to, once a week, I want to take in something that's going to, uh, you know, call me a little higher, call me, uh, that's, that's going to challenge me to think about the deeper questions. That's the whole idea behind Socrates in the City. Socrates said the unexamined life is not worth living. Let's examine the big questions, truth, beauty. And so um, the conversations that we just had, uh, if you are a member of Socrates Plus, you can watch them. Um, and we just uh, put up the conversation that I had with Stephen Collins. Uh, that should be on YouTube. You don't have to be a member of Socrates Plus. But Stephen Collins is the archaeologist who discovered biblical Sodom. Hmm. And we... That's just a made-up story. Oh, right? man. It sounds it's, made up. That's what's so beautiful about it. It's like, it, it can't be. It can't be. And then when you hear the details, you think, this is insane. The whole world should know about this. So I put it in my book, Is Atheism Dead? But my conversation with him in Fort Worth from some months ago, that is now up if you want to watch it. One of the best we've ever done, without any doubt. Uh, we've got an event coming up February 29th with James O'Keefe here in New York City. If you can get to New York for that, do it. If you can't uh, get to where we are doing these events... If you're a member of Socrates Plus, we live stream them. So wherever you are in the world, you can watch them live. Uh, we just did it the other day with John West uh, at the Rainier Club in Seattle. It's kind of fun to watch it uh, as it's unfolding uh, before we edit out all the the bad words. Yeah. In fact, yesterday you guys were recording Socrates in the studio, and I was there while it was live, and I thought I could just, you know, take the shirt off and write, you know, like go... I don't know, Chiefs, or I could be yeah, like you a could Super run, Bowl. You could run behind be, me and Roger Kimball, right. and you could wreck it, but everybody live streaming would be, I saw that. Yeah, yeah I the saw, Socrates in the studio, streaker. Yeah. I saw the streaker behind David Niven. I saw it. <laughs> I saw it. Okay. Honestly, I should have done a dress like Lincoln. That would have been fun. You, yeah, you could have thrown a smoke bomb. You could have released mice, white mice. You could have done anything, but you didn't. Thank you very much. Okay, I want to mention, um, before we go to uh, our guest, Paul Tingsley, Letter to the American Church. Folks, crazy things are happening. I'm going to give you more and more updates, but we have many churches signing up for free screenings around the country. If your church is not interested in a free screening, I want to know why you're interested in that church. A free screening. Uh, now, most people are, are going to the website, Letter to the American Church, mm -hmm. and to pay whatever it is, $4.99 or $9.99 to watch it. I hope you'll watch it. It's amazing, but there are free screenings all around the country. If you go to the website, lettertotheamericanchurch.com, you can see where all the free screenings are happening. I'm doing a number of appearances at those free screenings. We're out of time. We'll be right back. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. Glenn and the team have been great supporters of this show, which is why I am proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military, veterans, and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Their team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash metaxas, patriotmobile.com slash metaxas, or call 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code metaxas. Join me. Make the switch today. That's patriotmobile.com slash metaxas. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. 
In a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time anytime. You'll see transparent pricing on each coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. This new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. You're going to love this free new tool they've added, Legacy pminvestments.com legacypminvestments.com check it out I don't know where we've been could you tell me where we are again welcome back folks uh, as promised we are now going to talk about beauty faith and truth I like to talk about beauty faith and truth sometimes I like to talk about just faith just beauty just truth but sometimes I like to mix it up uh, I have as my guest right now Paul Tingsley, who is the program coordinator for something called Arts Empowering Life. Paul, welcome to the program. Thanks so much for having me, Eric. What a, what a great day to be here with you. Well, you are uh, in Brewster, Massachusetts, which many people know is in Massachusetts. Other people know that it's on the Cape in Massachusetts. You are part of the community of Jesus. I've had uh, interactions with people from the community of Jesus on the Cape over many years right now, I don't know, I'm trying to think back, David Manuel, many people that I have known and met. Um, talk, talk a little bit about the community of Jesus on the Cape before we leap into the larger conversation, because it's just fascinating. How many years have you guys been there? The community was established in 1970, but it, start, it started before that in the, in the late 60s. Two women had a very, very charismatic ministry. Um, Kay Anderson and Judy Sorensen, and they they and their family started the first community. My family moved. I moved to the community in 1973, actually. So I've been on Cape Cod for an awful long time. And music was always one of the primary ministries or outreaches of the community. And that has only grown over the years. Well, so, man, 73, you were just a kid. So here you are now. Uh, it, it is, um, it, to me, the connection between, you know, faith and the arts uh, and all these things, it's, it's, it's so central. Uh, and yet, you, I mean, the way you come to it, I mean, your, your background, I, I was, you know, I was going to read um, some of the highlights of who you are and what you've done. And I wouldn't even know where to start. So do me a favor right. and give us some of the highlights because there is, you, you have just been uh, as an instrumental performer as in, again, I don't know. I hardly know where to start. No, I've, I've come around it a very, very roundabout way, but it really started at home at the community and probably the beginning always was, Music and faith is is a central portion of that. You're you're saying something, and all music has to say something. We started with a a small local community band, and it was just formed for the founding of the community. But as as word grew, we did a town parade. Then we went to 
Washington, D.C., and we marched in the Washington for Jesus march. Um, and then we we got invited back to represent Massachusetts in the 4th of July parade. And we were awarded the Spirit of America um, Award, which which said this is the band that best represents the ideals of America, which is such a great thing because America was formed on faith, beauty and, and truth. So that that sort of was my start as a trumpet player. So you're not you're not a, afraid to connect. I mean, this is one of the things It's like, you know, you're, you're right there uh, within a stone's throw of Plymouth. And that history is there. There's a tremendous Christian history and American history uh, bound up together. And David Manuel, of course, uh, along with Peter Marshall, wrote uh, The Light and the Glory, uh, a number of books, actually, talking about the right. Christian roots of America. But you're, you're, you're living there. And so I guess you're saying that in the 70s, uh, you were part of this Spirit of America band that literally traveled around the world. Uh, yes. As, as a 14-year-old boy, I went to Washington, D.C. and marched with the band. I was terrible, I'm sure. But but we we played with spirit and we marched down in very public places, you know, talking. And and it's sort of a subtle thing, Eric. You 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 don't play in a marching band as a you're trying to convert people. But if you're dedicated to being as truthful as possible in your performance, as authentic as possible in your performance, that says something. That communicates something. The band uniforms were very military style. They had a cross on them. We it was a subtle cross, but that was always part of the of the band uniform. You're 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 bringing the cross. You are you are bringing Jesus, if you will, to the streets. But you're not saying that. You say that in your attention to detail, in your um, attention to be as authentic to the music at hand as possible. And that sort of just was, was how I started. And, you know, it, 1979 was a long time ago. Yeah, it was, but I can <laughs> remember it vividly. Uh, you wouldn't believe this, but uh, Paul Tingley, I, Eric Metaxas, was in a marching band playing trumpet in 1979. Uh, I was uh, the Danbury High school, Danbury, Connecticut, where I uh, attended, uh, I was on the marching band, uh, in the marching band. And I have to say it was one of the most fun things I've yeah. ever done. Uh, and, you know, we had marching band uniforms and the whole thing, and we marched in formation. And it was really, it was just, a, it's just an extraordinary thing. And uh, I think we went down to Disneyland before they went woke, 40-plus years before they went yeah. woke and satanic. We were down in Disneyland in Orlando in the marching band. So there's just something really fun and beautiful about that. But we're talking about music in general and the arts in general and how it relates to faith. So I, I know that um, the organization that you coordinate called Arts Empowering Life, uh, that you've begun a lecture series. and uh, Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, the, we... Um you know, after 35 years of Arts Empowering Life became official in the late 80s. And just this last year, we built a new performing arts center in Brewster. And the hope is that this center will be a hub for people of all all walks, all ages to come. And we, we have a monthly uh, 
um, person that comes out and does a talk. I was fortunate I was able to give the first lecture in the building, and I talked about the use of the trumpet through the Bible. was able to talk about the shofar and the different uses that the trumpet was used. But the, the shofar Bible. does not have a spit valve. <laughs> it does not. That's the problem with the shofar. There's no spit valve. What do you do with all that spit? <laughs> well, it's, well, a real, it's a, a real conundrum. It's a real I conundrum. Um, but uh, so you have a monthly lecture. Uh, yeah. And again, this yeah. is in Brewster, Massachusetts, at the base right. of the Cape, named after William Brewster. Um, but the history of where you live really is ex- it's extraordinary. Uh, it's very it's very compelling. Um, I mean, I visited Plymouth Plantation. Of course, I've written about the pilgrims and about Squanto. Um, but but so the website for uh, Arts Empowering Life is artsempoweringlife.org. Is that right? Yes. Yes. And what, what will people find there? Can they do are there videotapes of these lectures on the arts and faith? Yes, you can find it. And there's also an, another vi- uh, another website, Eric. It's the Performing Arts Center, capecod.org. And if you go to that one and go to events, you can see all the upcoming events, but you can also see the previous ones. Um, just this last Saturday, a couple days ago, we had Susan Rogers, the sound engineer. She came and did a talk about what the music you listen to says about you sort of a neuroscientist talking about how we all respond certain ways to different music. And that was just a fascinating lecture. Um, Sam Adler, I don't know if you heard about that one. He, uh, he gave a talk about building bridges with music and he was a fascinating talk. And what's that website? That is the, um, performing arts center, Cape Cod.org. Performing Arts Center Cape Cod, if people can uh, type all those letters, Performing Arts Center Cape Cod. Cape Cod. Well, the link between faith uh, and the arts is it's something that, you know, uh, a lot of times people lose sight of it, but it is kind of central. Uh, the idea of beauty, you know, where does that come from? It's God. It's pointing us to God. Uh, everything yes. is, point, is supposed to point us to to the Lord, and sometimes we forget that that music uh, and the arts are part of how God wants us to speak to each other about Him. Uh, and it is what what? How did you find yourself becoming the program coordinator of Arts Empowering Life? Uh, because it's been a long journey for you. You've been involved in so many parts. That you, I mean, you're a singer. Uh, you've been part of uh, these concerts. Um, I mean, all over the place. I think we're going to run out of time here. Hang on, folks, before we go to the break. I just want to give you the website again, uh, artsempoweringlife.org, artsempoweringlife.org. And uh, before we come back, let me remind you also of the film that we've just put out. You can go to lettertotheamericanchurch.com. Letter to the American Church.com. Please do go to Letter to the American Church.com. I'll share more with you about that uh, later on. Letter to the American Church.com. Well, 
Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. From small family farms to your dining table, Moink gives you access to the freshest, sustainably sourced meat and fish, all while supporting American family farms. You can help save the family farm and get access to the highest quality meat on earth when you join the Moink movement today. I am part of the Moink movement. Uh, I eat their fish and their meat. It is fantastic. Grass-fed, grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, sustainable, wild-caught Alaskan salmon straight to your door. It is really great. I just had it the other night. Fantastic. Uh, We want to encourage you to keep American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com slash Eric right now. That's M-O-I-N-K, moink, moinkbox.com slash Eric. Listeners to this show get two free steaks in your first box. It's the best steak you'll ever taste. But for a limited time, spelled M-O-I-N-K, moinkbox.com slash Eric. That's moinkbox.com slash Eric, moinkbox.com slash Eric. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful at lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Just the other night, I was asked that question. Well, the owners of Relief Factor tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and I agree with them. And the doctors who formulated Relief Factor for them selected the four best ingredients, yes, 100% drug-free ingredients, and each one of them helps your body deal with inflammation. Each of the four ingredients deals with inflammation from a different metabolic pathway. That's the point. So approaching from four different angles may be why so many people find such wonderful relief. If you've got back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or just getting older, you should order the three-week quick start discounted to only $19.95 to see if it'll work for you. It has worked for about 70% of the half a million people who've tried it and have ordered more. I'm one of them. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out about this offer. Feel the difference. One stores away to get back. Welcome back. Uh, we're talking about faith in the arts, beauty, faith, truth, all that good stuff. Um, and I'm having uh, a fun time talking to my guest, Paul Tingsley, who comes to us from Cape Cod. Uh, I think you may be our first guest coming to us from Cape Cod, Paul Tingsley from Brewster, Massachusetts. Um, I, I want to talk to you more about some of these lectures that yeah. uh, you're bringing in people who are giving lectures on faith and the arts, uh, music. Um, you just mentioned a couple of them. And by the way, where can people find these? What's the website? Is it artsempoweringlife.org? Is that the website for that? The, that one works. Yeah, that's, okay. that's best. That's Arts that's Empowering Life, artsempoweringlife.org. But some of these lectures, you just mentioned uh, a couple of them. So t- tell us about them. Yeah. And, and you can find all the previous ones. I thought maybe 
um, people would be fascinating by this wonderful um, Jewish American composer, Samuel Adler. And he just did a talk. Um, it's called Building Bridges with Music. And Sam's story was, was a fascinating one. He was uh, born in, um, in Mannheim 10 years before uh, beginning of World War II. And he, he actually, he escaped. He was born in 28. So it was five years before 33 and Hitler came. And his whole story of how he was saved literally um, in 1939, he and his father went up in, the, in their synagogue. They were trying to save some scrolls. The Nazis saw them up there and they said, go get them. And at that very moment, all of the, um, a bookcase fell down that blocked the staircase and they escaped and they got to America in 1939. And his remarkable story of how he was influenced by Aaron Copeland, Randall Thompson, Paul Hindemith, some of the great, great 20th century, you know, American um, composers. When did he and give his, the lecture? Alive. When did he give the lecture? He just gave it in um, in January. At, at age in, 95? At age 95. A 95-year-old lecturer? That's, uh, that's extraordinary. And, and the great thing is, is Eric... Everybody was so excited about that. We've we've signed on to do to do three more with him because he well, here's another interesting fact. And you have to watch the lecture to see it. But after the war, he, he was in America. He was a musician. He went back to Europe as a as a German and he founded a traveling orchestra. And his primary cause was to heal and reconcile. So he was a Jewish German who's who lost family members, yet he went back, formed an orchestra, played all over Europe. And and I just think it's an extraordinary um, musical legacy that 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 Sam Adler has to share with so many people. Well, it's hard to believe that somebody who uh, was born in 1928 and experienced Hitler's Germany uh, as a Jew um, would have uh, lived until now and is sharing these stories now. I mean, that is absolutely extraordinary and how amazing that you got him uh, to speak. And so I guess you said uh, people can find that lecture at artsempoweringlife.org. But that that is amazing uh, to have somebody yeah. with the vigor at age 95 to be able to tell the story of what happened when he was a very, very young man. Um, uh, j- just amazing. You mentioned something. Uh, was it Shostakovich? You just mentioned. Yes, we, we have uh, another um, lecture. It's going to be by the uh, New York Times bestselling author M.T. Anderson. And he's going to talk about the Shostakovich um, Leningrad Symphony that Shostakovich wrote, and that was performed during the siege of Leningrad, and he did extraordinary research um, of how the microfilm was, you know, snuck across the Alps and it came over here for us to see in America, and um, he that symphony, and it shows the power of how music really saved the people. Well, if you don't people mind, give us, not everybody who listens to my program is familiar with the details of the Siege of Leningrad. So if you can kind of 
tee that up so that people can appreciate what we're talking about because that's this is amazing stuff. Yeah, it was the winter, and I'm I'm sorry, I'm not a historian. I read I read this book and was fascinating, and I can't remember what winter it was, but but Hitler and company were coming on. They they chose, of course, unsuccessfully to try to attack Russia in the winter. Sort of history would have told them that that was a bad idea, but I guess we're we're grateful that that he did that. But the the people inside. Leningrad were starving. And Shostakovich wrote this symphony, and he also got together um, musicians to come and play it. And if you were a musician that made the cut, you could have you double the rations. Maybe you had like three pieces of rice instead of one and a half. And these people who were starving still got together and said it's important for the fabric of our city to make music and to to keep playing as as a um, as a family and i believe that that piece of music really did save the morale of that city in world war 2 um, I don't have a staff to find out when the siege of leningrad was but we know that it was in the 40s uh, and yeah. that it was i mean a, a military um, uh, a siege it was 1941 in, okay 41. so 41 I mean, the idea that they are besieged, that the Nazis are trying to uh, to take over. And in the middle of this, Shostakovich writes this beautiful piece of music and they perform it. We'll be right back. Uh, we're talking to my guest, Paul Tingsley. Don't go away. TV breaks and movies Hey, this is Eric Metaxas. For years, I've told you about Nutramedics, a professional supplement brand trusted by doctors since 1993. Nutramedics offers a variety of health bundles. Whether you want to support your immune system, improve your sleep, promote joint comfort or detoxification support, Nutramedics has a health bundle right for you. The best part about Nutramedics, every year they donate a minimum of 50% of their profits to Christian charities and missions. That's right, 50% of their profits. Nutramedics has a goal of surpassing $100 million in giving by 2030. Many of you take supplements already. Switch to Nutramedics. It's the highest quality and they donate 50% of their profits. Get 15% off by using the code ERIC during checkout. Go to Nutramedics.com and search health bundles. Support your health while helping others in need. Go to Nutramedics. That's N-U-T-R-A-M-E-D-I-X.com. Nutramedics.com. Use the code ERIC for 15% off. Again, Nutramedics, N-U-T-R-A-M-E-D-I-X.com. Nutramedics.com. Use the code ERIC for 15% off. Mike Lindell and MyPillow employees want to thank my listeners for all your continued support. To thank you, they're having an overstock clearance sale right now for the best prices ever when you use promo code ERIC and you get free shipping for the entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0 and the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and won't last long. Get six-pack towel sets for only $29.98 and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items like mattresses and mattress toppers, 100% made in the USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more to get the best specials ever. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code ERIC, Again, MyPillow.com. Use promo code ERIC. Remember, you get free shipping on your entire order. You can call 800-978-3057, 800 
978-3057. Use promo code ERIC. It was 1941. The Nazis... had moved into Russia. Leningrad was uh, besieged by the Nazis. And during that time, as we're now learning, the great composer Shostakovich composed a symphony. Um, Paul Tingsley is my guest. Paul, was it a symphony? I, I didn't. Uh, yes, yes. So his, he, his seventh, seventh symphony called the Leningrad Symphony. So he composed it during this time. Yeah. And then marshaled uh, the forces, not military, to have it performed while the citizens of Leningrad are under siege, not knowing their future, whether they will survive, uh, obviously uh, running out of food, brutal, but they performed this music. Uh, you know, it's funny because we're living at a time where I think we've we've lost sight of this kind of thing uh, it's the sort of thing you hear about in World War II, the power of music. There's something ennobling about it. It's not just music. There's something about it that speaks of God, speaks of the transcendent. Uh, in, my, in my own book, I wrote a book called Is Atheism Dead? And at the end of it, I talk about beauty and the, the kind of the witness of beauty. What is it about something beautiful, whether it's music that somehow points to God, somehow points to something outside of our circumstances, uh, and uh, in in my book, Is Atheism Dead?, I recount my father uh, in 1943 was in Cephalonia, uh, in the, the capital city of Argostoli. The Germans and the Italians had occupied the island. And so they're there. They're not quite besieged, but they are under occupation. And my father uh, talks about how it's, I don't know, 11 o'clock or midnight, it's dark. They're all sitting there, these young people out uh, in the square, and they hear a lone trumpet uh, playing, I think it's Toselli's Serenade, if I remember, it's in my book, but just they hear a trumpet playing this music, and everyone was transfixed by the notes, transfixed by the music, and began to weep. And you think, why? Because... The music, especially in the midst of that trial, points to something beyond the trial, points to something uh, beyond the the moment, points to God, points to a time where there is no war. I mean, it really is amazing the power of of, of music and and, and what you're sharing about uh, uh, Shostakovich uh, and how that happened in Leningrad. I mean... It's 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 interesting though because it does speak of another era in the sense that in the '40s, people uh, in Europe they they were wise enough and knowledgeable enough um, in terms of music that that kind of music would speak to them. Today, it seems to me that we don't quite have that, uh, at least uh, not in the, in the world that I live in, in in New York City, where people have a common language which they they would have. Uh, in Leningrad, uh, in parts of Europe. That's, and, and I know that's part of what you're trying to focus us I, on. I, I, yeah, I think, Eric, that is what we try to do at Arts Empowering Life. Find what, what we do have in common. Find what we, what we can say. 
you know, I, I, I'm moved by the picture of that trumpet player in 1943. I, I imagine he had something to say, and, and I think that's imperative to all of us. Don't just go play the notes. Like, what, 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 are, you, what are you trying to share? What is, what is good and truthful? And, and, and if you don't have um, that something to say, Put it away until you can you can you can discover that because it's a powerful powerful tool. Music is. My my father my father just passed away uh, a month ago, but he um, he would share this story with me. He said it was the most beautiful moment he could remember in his life, and I think it's the mm. the contrast uh, between you know the the darkness of being uh, occupied uh, under occupation, yeah. uh, and then somehow this music pointing, you know, past the ramparts of that occupation, so to speak, uh, to, to another world. Uh, yeah. and I think, um, I'm glad I remembered to say it, but they found out later that the trumpet player on a roof someplace was a German soldier. Huh. And I thought, boy, that says it all here. You have a German yeah. soldier, uh, being the, the voice of, of truth and beauty, uh, you know, trying to build a bridge, as you were saying earlier, uh, yeah. himself. There are stories about these kinds of things um, in in wars through the centuries, I think. Yeah. And so uh, I'm glad. Now, the what, the, the the mention of Shostakovich's um, Symphony Number no. Seven. You said yes. that's going to be talked about in an upcoming lecture. Yeah. Yes, the author um, is going to be here on May. May 18th, and it's going to be at 3.30 Eastern Standard Time, live. If you're on Cape Cod, come. It's a great time to be coming to Cape Cod and come see our new Performing Arts Center, or we live stream it. You can always catch everything on a live stream. And you but said, it's, but author M.T. Anderson is going to be the speaker. And, that's, and people can live stream it at artsempoweringlife.org. Yes, yes. ArtsEmpoweringLife.org. You know, Eric, do, do, yeah. Do 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 we have just a couple more minutes? Because I, you know, we're talking yeah. about music and it, and its powerful ability to to speak even in times of conflict and war. We we had a lecturer who came out in October. His name is Andrew Schulman, and he is a a musician, a guitarist, and he actually was in a medically induced coma, Eric, and all his vital signs were turning towards the worst his what the doctors were giving him very very little time to live and his wife begged the doctor said can we please put some music into his ears he's just been there for eight days he's not showing any signs of revitalizing and they, this was back in the days when they had those i you know little ipads or ipod things and they had the Bach St. Matthew Passion, which was always a favorite song of Andrew's. And they put it in his ear. And within 30 minutes, all his vital signs returned. And within 48 hours, he actually came back out of a coma. I, it's like music saved his life. I want to hear more about this final segment coming up. I'm talking to Paul Tingsley, the website Arts Empowering Life. Org, artsempoweringlife.org.
Welcome back. We're talking about uh, music, the arts, beauty, faith, truth, all that good stuff. Um, my guest is Paul Tingsley, uh, who is the program coordinator of Arts Empowering Life uh, on Cape Cod. And you just shared something beautiful about really the power of music. I mean, what is it about music? To me, it points to the divine. There's just no way around it. It points to truth. It points to it points to God. There's no way around it. Otherwise, what is it? It's nothing. And we know it's not nothing. Somehow we know it's something. And again, I wrote about this uh, in my own book as Atheism Dead. At the end of the book, what is it about the witness of beauty? Why does it point to God? Why do we know, even if we're not sure of the details, somehow we know it is speaking of God. We maybe don't know how, but we know uh, if you have any sensitivity, any humanity, you can't help but respond. And here you are talking about somebody who is at death's door, um, right. who his wife says, can we, can we put some music in his ears? And w- what, what was the music that uh, they played? The- the music was was Bach's St. Matthew Passion. Wow. And they call it the St. Matthew Miracle, honestly. You can look it up on, on uh, you know, you can Google it. But Andrew Shulman, author of Waking the Spirit, was the name of his book. He literally showed how music brought him back to life. I mean, I, I think even anybody who's in you know, struggles. It's like, I have to be, have my soul restored. What are those things that I can go to? Can I play a piece of music that will bring me back? Can I, can I do one of the Psalms? I mean, the, the, the Psalm book is filled with laments and joys and all sorts of different wrestlings and, um, set to music. They're a wonderful, wonderful thing. I mean, now, is that is the is that lecture already available or is that in the future that we're talking yes. about? Yes, that one, that one's on that one's already up live on on the website. Artsempoweringlife.org. And that was uh, Andrew Shulman recount, Andrew Shulman uh, re- recounting his uh experience of being in a in a coma. Yeah. And being pulled out of the coma ostensibly by the music of Johann Sebastian Bach St. Matthew's Passion. Um, again, we always have to ask the question, what is it? We know it's something. We know. It's yeah. hard. To, but it, what amazes me is that a strict materialist atheist says, no, it's, there's nothing. There's, it's just music. It's just vibrating uh, air. It doesn't mean anything. And you think, well, okay, uh, who, who's buying that? Very few right. people. In fact, a lot of atheists, and I think I write about that in my book too, that they contradict themselves. They talk about the, the, the beauty of it. And you think, well, what are you talking about? What, what, is, what is beauty uh, if we're living in a, in a material universe with no God and no meaning? And, you know, can you face that? And the fact yeah. is, no, most people cannot bear to face that. They know that these things mean something, and they, they, they want to put it in a box, and, and, but you can't. It, it points to God. We've recounted a couple of examples of music pointing uh, beyond itself, you know, to the author of beauty and truth. Um, this is all important stuff. Uh, I want to thank you, Paul Tingsley, for being my guest, uh, and I want to encourage people to check out Arts Empowering Life dot org uh, a number of the lectures uh, that we've been discussing 
uh, are already available. And then we have one coming up on May 18th. Um, is that the one with Samuel Adler? No, uh, Sam Adler, actually, we're going to do another one of Sam's on March 2nd. That will be the um, – and there's going to be a whole series of his. I don't okay. have all the dates here. But well, it doesn't matter. People go to the website, artsempoweringlife.org. Uh, I have been speaking with Paul Tingsley. Paul Tingsley, thank you so much. Thank you. It was wonderful being with you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.